0: Hello, this is Art Fuller, PhD, and welcome to another episode of the Five Minute Expert, where today we're ranting about snow. It's snowing here in Atlanta, a fairly rare sight. This inclement weather condition makes its appearance about once a year and then usually only in the mildest of forms a dusting here or a quarter inch of snow there. But today's covering is closer to two inches and still falling. Unusual to say the least. Have you ever thought about all the snow related terms we have? It's flurries, are we having a snow shower? There's a snowstorm, and finally we've got a blizzard. All of these describe snow events of progressively greater duration and, and intensity. We have whiteouts as opposed to blackouts. We got snow drifts and snowpacks. Some places even have avalanches which is snow rapidly moving down a hill or a mountain. Killer snow. When it snows, all the little rugrats who've never seen snow like to get out in it and play. That is, until they get cold and dirty. But that's fair enough. If you haven't seen it, it's an interesting experience for a minute or two. The kids across the street are trying to do some kind of sledding in the inch that's covering their front yard but there's really not enough to pack down and cause the sled to glide across the white stuff. It can be kind of amusing to watch a pet that's never seen snow before as they respond to it. Some act like their feet are on fire and they step gingerly on it, trying to lift their paws real quickly. Others open their mouths and try to catch it on their tongues. But after a minute or two, even this bit of amusement loses its interest and appeal. I'm personally a bit of a curmudgeon when it comes to snow. I grew up in Ohio where it started snowing in November and the ground was covered with several feet of the stuff until April. Needless to say, I don't like snow. After the initial beauty, i.e. the first hour before it starts melting or kids start running through it, it just turns to messy, muddy, dirty, dingy sludge melt. It freezes and refreezes on your car windshield. It's got to be scraped off before you can drive anywhere. In some locales, you've got to use special snow tires to get around. These were big sellers in my neck of the woods growing up. There was a ritual built around, well, it's time to put the snow tires on the car. Some people even used chains on their tires to help propel them across the frozen tundra that was our road. It was only years later that people began to realize, hey, these studded and chained tires are tearing up the pavement on our streets and roads. The value of snow to a kid in Ohio was the opportunity, though, to build a snow fort. Forget about snowmen or snow angels. Those are for sissies. We built serious snow forts and then stocked them with dozens of snowballs in preparation for a cataclysmic snow version of Armageddon. When the snow is four to six feet deep, you can do that sort of thing. Getting hit upside the head with a half-frozen snowball can be painful. But really, isn't there a fine line separating pain and pleasure? We sure got pleasure out of zipping a slushy projectile at the neighbor kids. (laughs) And speaking of snow and the difficulty it inflicts on your driving... My brother once had a car that spent the entire winter buried under six feet of snow. It was parked in our driveway in mid-November when it started snowing one night. It must have snowed at least four feet overnight with drifts up to six to eight feet. When we came outside the next day, the car was totally encased in snow, which was starting to freeze into ice as the temperatures dropped below zero. As more snow fell over the next several days, the car continued to be buried deeper and deeper. It spent the whole winter sitting there until the snow melted in April. People who didn't grow up with snow love to talk about how beautiful it is. Oh, I love the snow, it's so pretty. They never experienced the aggravation of having to wear snow boots, snow suits, gloves, hats, scarves, toboggans, mittens, all over your clothing everywhere you went to try to survive the temperatures and that stupid white stuff. It would freeze to your clothes and then you had to dry them out. You had to have a place to put your wet boots and shoes once you came inside. Some people have purchased snow blowers to deal with this powdery mess in their driveways. That was never an option for us. It was always my parents saying, go get the snow shovel out of the barn and shovel a path in the driveway. The driveway was gravel, always annoying to shovel, especially when you got close to the actual ground. And the path was a tunnel of sorts that led from the back door of our house to the car in the driveway. Many times this path was deeper than I am tall. So yes, it's snowing here. Enjoy it while you can, crumb crunchers. I won't be going outside today. I'll be sitting back, looking out the window and thanking the Lord I don't have to shovel that mess. Well, Larry, what do you have for us from the peanut gallery today? Jack Frost from Dayton, Ohio, emailed us today. Wait a minute. Larry, this can't be real. Jack Frost, do you think I don't know this is some sort of planted email? Anyway, Jack Frost emailed to say how much he loves winter. Quote, It's my favorite season of the year. The cold is invigorating. The white powder makes everything shiny and new-looking. It's a time for snowmen and snowwomen. Love is in the air. It's a time of crystalline beauty. Unquote. Well, Jack, if there even is a Jack, thank you, but no thank you, for sharing your thoughts on winter and snow. Maybe it touched some listeners' heart, but it didn't move mine. I still hate the stuff. (laughs) Larry says, thankfully, chimps don't have to survive or deal with snow since they don't have natural snow boots to wear. Well, for that matter, you don't have anything to wear, really, let alone snow gear. Hey, folks, tell one person about the podcast today. You'll be glad you did. (laughs) Ah! <laughs>